What's up, everybody? TPS Radio, Wednesday, April 12th. First things first, Lou thinks it's okay to have the same password for everything. Yeah. That's such a you thing to say. That's unbelievable. I mean, uh, I don't get, I mean, I don't, never not know my password, so I'm always logging into things. I always have my login there. I know, I know what I'm doing. I don't get. That is a hot take. Out of all the hot takes you've had all year, out of all the hot takes you've had all year, that has to be the hottest. Do you log out of things when you're done? Do I log out? I think yes. Okay, good. At least you got that going for you. Good. It's not coming up. On my computer. Yeah, you go in the, uh, it's not coming up. It's not coming up yet. We'll see. It should, it should be up in a second. No, we're live. We're good. We're good to go. We're all telling you that it's not here. What's yeah, because I didn't tag you in it. I didn't tag you in it yet. That's why. So I have to go search it and do it? Yeah, you got to go to the page, oh, bro. Things I do. This first you, rodeo here? No, every first time rodeo? it comes up, TPS shared a link and I tagged <laughs> it and I shared for you. All right, so I guess I'll start with the golf stuff because I'm somewhat of a golf guy. Yeah, that's I'm all you act about. like I know what I'm talking about. So Sergio Garcia beats out Justin Rose for the Masters for the Green Jacket. It's his first major. Um, the previous 74. 73 times he has played in a major. He has not won. He's had attitude problems. He's thrown clubs. He's talked shit to everybody. So um, good to see him win, I guess. And finally, he was mature enough to buckle down when it mattered the most, although he did miss pretty much a gimme putt on 18 to force that playoff. So that was really interesting. Rose and Sergio both both missed uh, birdie right, putts. Right, right. They were both tied yeah. minus nine. But Rose has to feel Rose. like that slipped out of his hand. I mean, Sergio was pretty much handing Sergio him got some the help green from jacket. That, that was a huge bogey on 17. Sergio was actually putting it on his back at one point. Like, he was like, I'm just going to put the green jacket on your back and miss it by missing this putt. And, like, he just missed the putt. And then the putt that he won on, actually, it was curving out. And with, like, a decent amount of pace on it, it would have been a, a pretty testy putt coming back under those type of circumstances. So, I mean, he's got to feel lucky that he made that putt, and he's got to feel pretty fortunate that he was able to pull it off after totally botching. Yeah, he got a lot of help from Rose. Rose on the 17 got the bogey, let Sergio tie it up. And then tee shot on the sudden death playoff hole. Rose off the tree into the rough. Took him three to get on, I believe. He had to punch it out from underneath the tree. Sergio was on a two, and then could have two-putted his way to victory. And as you said, the ball rolled around the cup for one shot, and he got the jacket. I'm happy for the guy, though. He's been so close so many times. Yep. Yeah, so, I wish I could have my two cents, but I just can't. I think Lou. You really have, don't watch golf. I I wish I could. I just can't get into it, and I really think Lou's able to add his two two cents mostly because he had to do the sports segment this morning. So I, I remember seeing all of your videos on it. But um, no, I'm saying like I wish I, I could have my two cents, but I can't. You did very well this morning, by the way. I, I, I must say. I did. Oh, good job, dude. Sick. So why can't you we're, say thank you? We're all you. really proud of you. Just say thank you. Oh, I thought I did. <laughs> the, the fans are probably <laughs> really proud of you too. Good yeah, job. I take it back I now. Did it. I take I it back now. I did. Be- I did better last week. I, I take it back. I don't know. Did you? I, I the did. The video words. messed I had the box up. You had the box words. See, that's where you're thriving because I go first and you see what he. Okay, Roger says you did this wrong and then you decided to fix it for the next week. Yeah, I got the box scores. It's not fair. Anyway, crushed. Yeah. So. I think the next – oh, and by the way, I, I have to include this. So Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, and Smiley Kaufman, last year they went on spring break in the Bahamas. They have a Snapchat going, so if you add Ricky Fowler on Snapchat, you can get to see all the antics that they're doing. It's pretty funny. Just a bunch of guys being dudes, having a good time. They're playing with, like, no shoes on and in bathing suits, so it's pretty funny to watch. Looks like they're having a good time. Kind of wish I could be there, to be honest with you. I mean, it looks like it's like it's pretty fun. 
I mean, and it must be that fun playing golf leisurely when you're just that good, too. So you're not just like, oh, God damn it. Like every other shot that you take, pretty much. No pressure. But, I mean, you know how golf is. Um, you hit a bad shot, and you're like, wow, I'm never playing again. And then it all spins. You have a, just a huge spin zone happen when you're on 18, and you hit the green, and then you make you sink the putt. And then you're like, I love golf. I'm so yep. – and you just try again. And this is never-ending perpetual cycle of being super mediocre at golf. It's the so. great commercial. You see the commercial where the guy's like, throws his club at, like into the woods, and then he's, like, in the car. He's like, all right, guys, same time tomorrow. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's, like, pretty much it. Great Essentially. That golf in a nutshell. So moving forward, we had Tony Romo last night suit up for the Mavs, literally in a uniform. And I guess you said Mark Cuban asked Adam Silver if he could actually play in the game, but it would be some type he of He basically violation. said, how much is the fine? Like, can I take this fine? Here's my question Romo for you. Game? Why is Tony Romo taking jobs that he doesn't deserve? <laughs> if he's taking jobs, why is this necessary for anybody involved? Why does he need to, to suit up as a Dallas Maverick? And what do you, he, I guess he got introduced? Yeah. Like, why is this? Why does it have to happen? I even I was to, uh, talking to Dom on the way over here about it, even saying, like, he's not like a Derek Jeter figure. No. But even Derek Jeter didn't do that. Like, that's not – why is that a thing? Why does this have to happen? I think he won two playoff games. Yeah, he won two I'm sure he's this great guy. You know, he's a, a hero in Dallas, but who cares? Like, why why is he are they going to retire his number? No, I'm saying I'm but sure – I'll take it back. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they love him in Dallas. He's the Carmelo Anthony of Dallas. Do they love him in Dallas, though? He's Carmelo they really? Anthony to the Knicks. So Winning in all the playoffs videos saying goodbye, thank you for everything. They love him in Dallas. Whether they should or not, they love him in Dallas. Get out of here. What Melo is They could never get it done. That guy could never get it done in the playoffs. I agree with you. We're three people here that all hate the Cowboys. We all agree. But I'm saying that they love him. As a, as I'm just a, saying, as what Melo is to the Knicks is what Romo is to Dallas. In a way. In ways, yeah. In a way. I see it. Melo, what, one series? Just a superstar in a... In, in New York, Melo. In a one me- mediocre win. setting. Mm-hmm. A yeah. superstar where, like, where a Super Bowl win should be the highest thing. It's if you make the playoffs, it's, like, success. And it's not enough, clearly. But well, I think, I think I mean, the whole night last the Cowboys, night they had the success in the 90s. So I, I feel like Romo was almost kind of burdened by that yeah. the, with the expectation. I mean, every Cowboys fan, even this year, was like, oh, definitely taking it, definitely taking it, you mm-hmm. know? And it wound up not working out. That's how it is. So right. they're still that cocky because they were used to winning, and that, that was the expectation there. Romo never got it done there. So I don't understand why there's all this type of praise. I thought what he did last night was him suiting up a little bit over the top. It's a nice gesture by the Mavs. It's but very over the top. I Mark think Cuban ultimately it's just pretty over the top. Guy though, Absolutely. Mark Cuban's Absolutely. the big publicity, you know, yeah. Madonna style no, kind of. All he had to thing. do go to the game, sit, you know, front row, and then you go on the big screen and say, you know, they say, like, who, what celebrities are in the audience tonight? You see Tony Romo, he stands up and waves. That's all that was necessary. Right. Why didn't he just suit in, up? Uh, right. Well, exactly. even even let him shoot around pregame. I don't care, but there was no need for him to suit up and get introduced. Absolutely no reason for yeah. that. Give him courtside seats. Yeah, that's where he belongs. That's it. So speaking about NFL news, what's the latest update with Marshawn Lynch? They think he's going to sign with the Raiders. They're saying it's pretty likely he signs there. Nothing's done yet, so as of right now, he's not an Oakland Raider. But they're, I think they're just working out paperwork with the Seahawks and everything else, and then he could play for the Raiders. I'm seeing if this season. if this like continues to prolong for a little while, that like the Patriots can come into play as far as getting the Marshawn Lynch. For Marshawn Lynch, Patriots met with Adrian Peterson, right? But, but he's no fine with not he's fine with not being on a team until after the draft, which is not for another two weeks plus. Right. So if Lynch holds out for another week or so, you might see the Pats. But come I mean, play what big names you got in the draft? Leonard Fournette. Um, There's another guy that you always talked about out of the draft. Yeah, running back. 
Oh, the dude uh, from FSU? What's his name? I don't know. But I, know you, I remember you talking about one. I think Not Mixon, right? He visited the Redskins, no. And we're going to do a, a, a mock draft next week, right? Next week, yep. Next week, we'll yeah, do... We'll be here next week. Actually, we'll, it'll be the following week. I think, we, I think it's on a Thursday, so... Is it the 27th? Okay, well, if it's so on a Thursday, weeks, yeah, then that's perfect the timing before. for us yep. to do that. That works. Um, I guess in two weeks, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Yeah, other than Lynch, really nothing going on. NFL yeah, nothing wise. really going Adrian on. Adrian Peterson's still unsigned. I think he's going to end up signing after the draft as well. Three city somewhere. Do, yeah. yeah. So we'll see where, it makes sense. where these guys end up. I mean, Garoppolo's still on the Patriots. There's nothing there. But I saw the Browns saying it's either between Garrett or Mitch Trubinsky. With the number one. For the one number pick. one, huh? Yes. That's interesting. So Deshaun Watson will not be the number one quarterback taken in the draft if Cleveland goes for the quarterback, which I think is a huge mistake, which I could totally see Cleveland doing, passing on a better quarterback. But rolling with Mitch Trubisky out of UNC, uh, really risky if they do that. I think Garrett's for sure the number one pick. You see his quote? I didn't. He said, um, if you don't take me number one, I will make your team pay for the next 10 to 12 years. That's good. So, I mean, that's a, that's a killer attitude, but, hey, he's he's the guy that can turn a defense around. So, so before we get into the, NA, uh, the NBA playoff preview, uh, let's talk about Russ for a little bit. Obviously set the 42 triple-doubles in a single season, which is the record beating Oscar Robertson. He's got to be the MVP, right? There's really no debate. I don't think so. I mean, there's always a debate, but it really shouldn't be one. There's going to be one because you have James Harden coming out and saying, you know, I thought it's about winning. I thought it's about it is, but it isn't. But Harden is saying that as if his numbers are so far off. You go and put up, pull up Westbrook's numbers and compare them to Harden's. They're not that far off, like at all. And it just comes down to like maybe like. Uh, you know, an assist and a half. Like maybe Harden's averaging eight and a half assists or like nine point something rebounds, and because it's not that triple double bar. Averaging that triple. Okay, double but it's just because you got over the hump. Double it's three point era in the NBA. I understand that, but we wouldn't point. be talking about it if Westbrook was averaging nine point eight and hard to Harden's nine point one. But because it's ten point one, it's a bigger deal because he's averaging a triple double. Harden I think also if, plays half the game. Westbrook plays defense and offense. They, they both play and Harden our offense, offense first. Half the game. Harden, Harden, plays, Harden plays half the game. Plays, yeah, you just said he takes off on defense. He plays offense. Take off. He takes off. If that's the case, uh, then everyone takes I, off. Okay. LeBron, well, he doesn't, he doesn't, Westbrook. LeBron doesn't take off. The, that whole he doesn't take off on defense, defense, but you're right. He does not play good defense. No. But, I mean, does I, Russ play the exactly. crazy defense? So, if you're going to look at it that, that way. James okay, well, if you're going to look at it that way, then Kawhi Leonard's the MVP. Kawhi Leonard is the only one that I would say, okay, if James Harden gets it, I'm going to be more mad than if Kawhi gets it. Okay, so I want to talk about the argument for LeBron because Colin Coward is like, Adamant that he should be the MVP this year. Adamant about it. They're twenty-three and twenty in their last stretch of games. So I don't see how that could be. I mean, I know his situation there is obviously pretty much the best in basketball as well. Out of all those guys we just mentioned, they're pretty much the favorite to win, other than the Warriors. Maybe they're the second favorite. Right. But I mean, they showed that they could just take care of the Celtics. The Celtics are going to have no shot. They beat them by thirty in their own building. Before that game, everybody up in Boston thought they were they were going to be the real deal. But I mean, LeBron really really put the haters to sleep on that one. But yep. 
I mean, listen, the guy had a great year. There's no denying that. But I think how it works in basketball is every year, you know, you have these three or four guys that could really be the MVP any other given year. But there's just one guy that goes over the top. And when you set the triple-double record for a single season, that's over the top. You get the MVP. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, LeBron James is not top five in any statistical categories right now, scoring, rebounding, or assists. He's Are you not, serious? He's not in top five in any of those categories. But he has a little career, personal career highs than it was. Maybe, but yeah, he he's got no... I mean, sure, go ahead. Your personal career highs doesn't mean pull that... Up, pull up his numbers while, you while you're talking. Yeah, you can do that, but... It, to me, it's, it's Russell Westbrook. It's It's got to be, because the guy's averaging 31 a game, and I'm... 10 assists, 10 rebounds. It, it, you haven't seen a season like this since, I guess, Oscar Robinson. I think I remember seeing someone saying, though, and I don't watch enough of the Thunder to back this up one way or another, but they were saying, do the do Russell Westbrook's rebounds hurt the Thunder? And I don't really know how one way or another. Well, I think I think once he started to get closer to the mark, you saw the centers kind of back away on, on the easy boards. Right. You know, on an uncontested board, and they would let Russ grab it. Gotcha. But to me, it comes down to this. Which obviously isn't going to happen in the playoffs. Right. If, if you look at, if you want it to be a very simple answer, you look at the numbers, it's Russell Westbrook, hands down. If you want to look at a team that, a, a player that has elevated his team to a very high level, the fact that we're talking about the Rockets, that me personally, I think the Rockets are a bigger threat to the Warriors than the Spurs are. And I think it's very close, but I would give the Rockets the edge. Okay, Harden has taken that team to the next level. In, in addition to Mike D'Antoni, the head coach, okay, he's in the running for coach of the year. He has elevated that team. If you look at... So if you look at what a player does for their team as far as being the MVP of the team, you can give it to LeBron or you can give it to Harden. And then if you look at defense, you give it to Leonard. Okay, but I'm fine with any of those three. If Leonard were to get it, I wouldn't be okay with it. If LeBron gets it or Russell gets it or James Harden gets it, I am okay with it. Okay. Now, Harden has is averaging 11 assists a game. It's because of the guys around him. Guy, everyone's knocking down threes on that team. That whole team is lethal at three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. That, They've that taken like a record number so of threes yeah. this year. Yeah, that team. They live and die by it, though, which is what we're going to get into. I, yeah. I, I, you want to, you want to translate this into the playoffs now? We yeah. can go take it to the playoffs, but yeah. Okay. But if Harden, if Russell Westbrook had Harden's team, his, I think his assist numbers would be up. His points, his points of rebounds might have trickled down a tad, but if he had the guys that Harden has around him. I Westbrook be the MVP by a long shot, by a long shot. You're gonna see it's a what if scenario. It's a what if scenario. You, you, right, you, exactly. you can't say for sure. You can't say for sure. So that's why I think you got to just give it to Russ. I mean, Harden's number three in my opinion behind Kawhi. That, I think that's great. If Harden gets it, it's only because of the record. And the Spurs have it's not because record. of the record. Look at his yes, numbers. Look at no, his numbers. No, it's not because of the numbers. It's Look at Harden's numbers. you got to be kidding me. All 29 doing. points a game and leads the league at 11.2 assists. You're going to give it to him based on assist. No, you're going to give it to him based on his incredible numbers that are being overshadowed because Russ is doing that. He's putting it's up better. that triple-double. He's putting up those triple. It's a triple-double, so it's you know, this big oh thing. But the I'm not taking away from Westbrook. All I'm saying taking is that first-round playoff, you're going to see Harden outplay Russell Westbrook and smoke him in five games. You're acting like Harden has better numbers than Westbrook. When he flat out the numbers it. are so far up the scale that it doesn't matter who's or better. They are both outrageously good. 
You're, so you, you're basically saying Harden's better than Westbrook. When I'm the not numbers saying are showing better. you that they're I'm not. I'm not that saying he's not. Harden's better than Westbrook. I'm saying that Harden is on the Rockets and his team is the three seed. And Westbrook, who has the same numbers, if not slightly better because of the triple no, double they numbers, are better. Stop saying they're not better. They he has are more better. assists. Harden has more assists. The only Harden averages assists more. The only thing by less than one. There's only three stats. There's three stats. There's three stats. Point eight assists. Okay, and it's 1.8 points. What's your point? The numbers are so close. Who cares? The only reason Westbrook is so far on top is because it's a triple-double. Oh, my goodness. You're averaging over 30 points a game. Okay, when okay. Harden now plays a game, moving, moving, moving forward. Moving forward. Okay, moving forward. Moving averaging forward. over 30 points a game. Harden shouldn't wow, even be in the him. damn conversation. Kawhi, Harden gets a Kawhi Harden shouldn't should be in the conversation. You hear this? But Leonard should be. Yeah, he's of got course, a, the they Spurs all should have be. a better record. The Spurs have Come a better on. record than the So now record means something? That's what you're saying. <laughs> you're, you just, you said. just said the Rockets are the three seed. They are. Well, okay, let me ask the you this. The Spurs are the Ready? two. Let, let's the Warriors have too many playmakers. Is that what you're going to ask? Is that no, what you're that's ask? Not, literally not even <laughs> close. <laughs> okay. Is there any other team that can win the finals this year? Other than the Golden State Warriors, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Houston Rockets. Boston Celtics. Wow. For me, nobody can. I, I, it's going to be one of those three teams. Oh, all those teams are higher than the Celtics on my list, absolutely. But can I see the Celtics making some crazy run? Sure. Really? Sure. They're playing better basketball than the Cavaliers are. The Cavs, the Cavs are like the Dude, they played them last week, and they got smoked in their own building. And the and the Cavs lost. To, the Cavs wiped the floor the with them last week. The Cavs lost to the Hawks bench. See, those games don't mean anything. They don't. They don't mean anything. The Cavs could the care Cavs less. They could care less. Place. They could be the four the seed. The Cavs don't care. A game out of first. You're place. talking about a garbage game. I'm talking about a head-to-head matchup. Thank you. The that's Cavs. A garbage game. I don't understand why that's a garbage all game. That, because Atlanta is the five seed. They're irrelevant. They're not going to win. They're not going to win the first round. They, they, they beat. The Cavaliers' starting lineup with their bench. It meant nothing to the Cavs. It didn't? No, they, they didn't care. Seed. They don't care about the one seed. They made it clear, well, but they're resting, pl- well, they're resting their team. players tonight. They don't care about the one well, seed. That's a team the Celtics care about the anywhere. one seed because the Celtics need that fourth home game that's to a have team. a shot to beat the Cavs. It's a team that doesn't deserve to go anywhere. The Cavs, I think you said, what did you say, 23-20 and 20, in the last stretch of games or yes. whatever it was? Awful. They're playing like a six or seven or eight seed in the East. Awful. Why? Because these games mean absolutely nothing to LeBron James and the Cavs. The Cavs season starts in the playoffs. They could be a one, a two, a three, or a four. They don't care. And if I'm not mistaken, the Heat were a two seed one year when they when they won it. Right. So what I'm saying is LeBron's been in the finals multiple times. Exactly. He's been in what the last seven finals. Mm Uh, he hasn't been a one seed every time for that. He's gonna make. He's gonna be in the finals this year. Right. There's no way. The Boston Celtics are beating the Cleveland Cavaliers in the That's Eastern the Conference Finals. That's the only team Finals. that can. I would right. bet so the, the only team that So that can. game in Boston just proved that they can turn it on whenever they want. They smoked them by 30 points in Boston. Okay, the game wasn't for the one seed. It was to show them, like, hey, everyone, whoever thinks Boston can maybe beat us, you're wrong. Because we just smoked them on their own floor by 30 points. Yeah, but then how do you go into Atlanta? Because they didn't mean it. They didn't care. To the bench. They don't care. Then the game play? meant nothing. Then why play? They didn't play the second game, did they? Did they rest they, their starters? Atlanta? No, Luke, no. you're Atlanta, talking about Atlanta. an irrelevant game, bro. But why you're talking about one game that's Celtics irrelevant. Why is not irrelevant then? Because they had to the prove Celtics a point because they had to play irrelevant. the Celtics in the conference finals. They don't have to play the So Hawks. I'm going to sit here and say that the oh the Celtics, it, that, that game meant nothing to the Celtics. So for you, the, for, game so for you, the, the dark horse could be the Rockets, and for you it could be yes, the, Cavs. Cel- the, the Celtics. Yes, okay. My fault. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. What's the most intriguing series in the first round? 
Westbrook, Harden, easy. Thunder and the Rockets. That's probably the only series that I'll really want to watch. I so, agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, you know these low seeds are all going to lose in the, in the East. The Celtics, Cavs, Toronto, and Wizards are probably all going to move on. Um, and then, I mean, that's the biggest series to watch because that's your MVP race right there. So, yeah, but that's not the, – the writers don't take playoff – Games into consideration. It's strictly regular season. You right. know that, right? Right. I mean, this it can this game can be in consideration. I don't think it so. Could. I don't think so. If Westbrook's be hard, it's not down, about it's not about down. their head to head matchup, dude. The Rockets have been a flat out better team the whole year. It's not about the head to head. The Rockets have been it's a, a better it's team. About, Russ has been a better player. Right, and it's the most valuable player. Right. I should all, to answer your all question, signs point to Russ. Other than the, the you were NBA, ju- <sighs> other than the Thunder and the Rockets, I like to see how the Clippers play against Utah. I don't care about the series, but more important, like to see if LA yeah that is show anything. To see that if they're going to want to play in Gold State in the second because round. Can they you know make some noise against them in the second and round? And also, you have to look at this. The, this is how much better uh, overall record wise that the Western Conference is. The four seeded Clippers are fifty and thirty one, as are the Utah Jazz, and they're playing each other. And whereas the Cavs are fifty-one and thirty, and the Raptors are fifty and thirty-one, and they're the two and three seeds, so I mean and it gets worse. Look at the right, exactly. Seven and now five hundred. Right. I mean, Thunder. Just look at the f- comparison of five seeds: the fifty, the fifty and thirty-one Jazz to the, well, the one, forty-three and thirty-eight Atlanta Hawks. You just say the one seed in the East be the four seed in the West, and that pretty much says it all. Yeah. No, yeah. of course. Yeah. So. I mean, Clippers and Jazz will probably be a good series. That's a good four or five matchup. But the most intriguing one, Rockets, Thunder, to me. All right, so, Joe, give us a little hockey. Um, I'm going to run through the schedule for this evening. The NHL playoffs start tonight. Um, First things off, we got the Rags playing the Canadians at 7. Bruins versus Senators at 7. And then... Blue Jackets against the Penguins at 7.30. Blues against the Wild at 9.30. And Sharks against the Oilers at 10. I had a picture of the 16 teams just so I can go off of it. But um, <coughs> no, We'll start with the Rangers because they're you know, the New York team. Um, the Rangers, what I don't like about the Rangers, and I'm try, I'll try my best not to be biased, but um, the Rangers are have the NHL's best record in the regular season on the road. Okay, But they struggled very much, especially down the stretch at home. So when I look at the playoffs, you think of home ice advantage, and I think that it'll even out a little bit where Montreal's going to win a game or two out of the four on the ro- um, in Montreal. So when you go back to the Garden where they struggled, I see uh, Montreal winning in six. Um, the only thing that is scaring me about the Canadians, I saw a report about Max Pacioretty, uh, Canadians captain. He's questionable. He's he's got some I don't know what it is. Some nagging injury has been bothering him. But um, if he's not a factor in this series, it could be totally different. I think this is the best series in terms of goaltenders. You got Price and Lundqvist. Um, but I like the Canadians in six, and then um, I just to round it out. I like Boston to take uh, to beat Ottawa. I like um, Columbia. Uh, Columbus. 
Columbus. I like uh, Pittsburgh to be Columbus. Pittsburgh's been there. They have the experience as well. That's why um, going with Boston over Ottawa. And then Toronto is my wild card team that is, you know, they're going to turn some heads. They're a very young team. Austin Matthews, 40 goals in his rookie season. Playing That's the against, most, right? Playing against the Caps, who always seem to choke in the playoffs. So, I don't know. I, I don't know if they can win the series. I think they're going to definitely turn some heads, maybe get it to a sixth game, seventh game. You know, who knows? Um, that's the East. And, and they'll play tomorrow. Maple Leafs yeah, caps tomorrow. is tomorrow at 7. Mm-hmm. And then the West, same thing. I think the Blackhawks are going to smoke Nashville. Um, Calgary's a big surprise team this year. I like them to take the take that series against the Ducks. I like Minnesota. And then who's my fourth I saw before? Uh, who's the, uh, Edmonton, another young team with Connor McDavid. And Cam Talbot, who was the backup for Lundqvist last year. Um, they're doing big things in Edmonton. They're playing San Jose, who was in the cup last year. I like them to, to take that first round. So those are my eight first-round winners that are probably, you know, I'll probably get six or seven of them wrong. But um, that's who I like. Listen, throughout the regular season, I don't watch that much hockey, I'll be honest, but I love watching playoff hockey. There's really nothing that yeah. beats playoff hockey. It's a great um, – it, it's, it's one of the most – elusive titles in sports the stanley cup that is so it should be pretty interesting i just hate that one of the three networks i think it's nbc which we get or nbcsn we get um usa i didn't know that was even a network but i'm pretty sure we get that through maris we, we and then that, the third yeah. one is nhl which we don't get the nhl network so a third of the playoff games are not gonna be able to watch yeah uh, unless we stream uh well thing. you can stream it but nba it's all through Everything. look little illegal stream going on nba if I'm not mistaken is that, that all on like tnt and tnt tbs tnt tbs abc probably not abc until the until conference finals, finals. Yeah. or, or maybe even the finals yeah so I know you appreciate this, Dom. Um, Rangers, Montreal. There's 69 tickets available. Nice, nice. Grow up. <laughs> <Seriously>? <laughs> so moving forward to some baseball, we're gonna do some predictions later, but we're just gonna briefly, briefly, Lou, touch upon the Yanks getting back to 500 here, and then the Mets going for the sweep tonight. So the Yanks played earlier. They beat the Rays. Jordan they won their home rate. opener yesterday, so they're back on track. They're four and four. Um, it's still really early, but losing Sanchez and Bird hurts. Um, Bird is obviously day to day. He's going to be back hopefully soon. Girardi said that he was going to put him in to pinch hit during the home opener, but the game was kind of in the bag, and he tried. He, he just wanted to give him the rest. I think he gave him another day's rest today, so hopefully we'll see him back in the lineup at some point this week. Sanchez, don't expect to see him for another four weeks. Yeah. Gardner involved in a really big collision today. I have to jaw. watch that while you're talking. Messed up his jaw yeah. in that collision. Um, look it, look, it looked bad. He, it uh, did look bad. Both players left the game. It looked really bad. Don't expect him to be in the lineup, but hey, well, I'll take I'll take Hicks, Ellsbury, and an Aaron Judge who's just hitting the ball as hard as you possibly can right now. He had the I saw the he's the fastest base hit at 116. 116 miles an hour. Miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, it almost took off. Um, Jumbo's head. Jumbo, I can't think. Uh, what is his last name? Jumbo Diaz. Almost took off Jumbo Diaz. Oh, my Diaz's God. God forbid. God forbid that ball hit him in the head. head. Oh, oh my. That, that, that would have been a disaster. Like, that could have actually killed him. To put it in perspective, the, the shortstop was basically playing up the middle, and Judge hit this ball right past the pitcher's head up the middle, and the shortstop couldn't get to it. That's how... Hard this ball came well, off Judge's what, what do you mean? It's a base The shortstop is playing up the oh, middle. Oh, up the middle. The shortstop is holding on the oh, right. Oh, okay, base. okay. And this ball went past the pitcher and past the shortstop. Yeah. 
And then later on in the game, he put one. He put one in Monument Park, dead center. I mean, he's he's really seeing the ball better. And I know last year he finished the season not so hot after hitting back to back homers with Tyler Austin, who's down in in Triple A now. But um, you know, I think I I I think Austin injured. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's out for the season. He's out for really. Yeah. Isn't he? When did that Pretty happen? Sure I heard that after the season. Yeah, he right. did something. Um, okay, I totally didn't like know that. Bird but I mean, I mean, Bird kind of took over at first base, so that's where all yeah. the attention has been really in the media. But uh, yeah, Aaron Judge really cut down his swing and cut down the strikeouts because last mm-hmm. year in eighty-four at bats he struck out forty-two times, and then so in, in, in spring training he he cut that he cut that in half, and he looks like he's really seeing the ball well. So yeah. I'm looking forward to see how he plays. And quick rookie Jordan Montgomery got his first start yeah. today for yep. the Yanks. He went uh, four and two thirds. You know, Girardi want to let him get one more out for a win. Uh, five hits, two earned runs, one run scored on an error, two walks, seven Ks in four inning, four and two thirds. Not bad. That that's a great strikeout uh, ratio you want to see there. And one long ball. So not a bad first outing uh, for Montgomery. Not there. too shabby. He'll stay in that. Um, that fifth starter spot, Mitchell came in and got the win in relief. Clippard with a hold, and Lane and Holder finished out the game. And Chapman had, ended up had to, having to come in and get a save. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get a save. They're up by four. No. The, on a deck, yes, first and second, uh, he came into the game. First oh, and yeah. They, had, they had guys on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So he ended up with his, um, I think that was his first save of the year. They brought him in two non-save situations. So. Nice. Uh, Joe, your Mets. Encouraging. Give us the updates. Yeah, so the Mets are five and three. Um, they've won three in a row. They're going for the sweep against Philly tonight. Um, the story is basically this: their their power. They're hitting home runs. They had seven home runs last night, but they also had seven doubles. So that's a little bit um, comforting to see. Um, the city field is also ginormous. Yeah, but the Citizens Although they Bay, been home. They love playing in Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Um, but the another story with the pitching, they're five and one in games started by Syndergaard, Degrom, and Harvey. Zero oh, and two when those guys don't start. I mean, I know it's a very small sample. You have we'll see what Wheeler does tonight and Gaselman tomorrow in their second starts. But um, you know, it's more of the same. Cespedes and Bruce are carrying them with the power. Um, Cabrera is getting on base at the top of the lineup because Reyes is not. I think he's like two for thirty-four or something like that. They actually he's hitting. Have, he's hitting. He's hitting 061. Yeah, he's still got what one hand on the year, correct? So he had a, he had two? a second. Yeah, so he's two for I think thirty something. He is washed up. That's yeah. a dictionary definition right there. Well, that's they don't have, kill the Mets. They don't have an answer because of uh, you know what's going on. Right, T.J. Rivera. There's still no signs of Wright coming back. He's throwing lightly, but nothing crazy. They actually Can Conforto have, play third? He's actually, it's funny he said that. Conforto's actually leading <laughs> off tonight. So is he really? Yeah. So they're going to see what that is. And then the, other, the only other option for a leadoff hitter is Juan Lagares, who's coming back as early as Friday. But the problem is there's nowhere to play him. It's the same thing with Conforto. You know, I think Lagares is going to come back. Conforto's going to go down to AAA. Um, I don't know. They don't have a leadoff hitter. And I don't like Granderson in the leadoff spot. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. But um, did you hear? What the, can Conforto play third base? Can they? I don't think so. I don't. They tried putting him at first base. Um, I don't think so. I think he's an outfielder strictly. Because um, now you have Jose Reyes in there, when you could have Curtis Granderson in the lineup. Right. If you, you can you, find without Reyes, you could have Conforto. Conforto and Granderson. I'm actually very interested. I don't think we're going to see very much of it, but Conforto as at leadoff, I think it's like it's a decent idea to try. And I think it could work. 
because um, he has it a little bit. He can run a little bit. He's a contact hitter. I like it. Do we think Terry um, Collins is doing a good job? Yeah, I like I like Terry Collins a lot. I think he does he does a great job. Um, the bullpen's shaky, with the exception of Addison Reed. He's um, holding the fort for Familia, who we're halfway through. He's got suspension. good stuff. That kid Reed's very good. The rest of the bullpen, not so much. Let up the home run to yeah, let, uh, uh, that Phillies game to make things interesting. To make it four three, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I think he's been. Fl- um, I think that was the only run he gave up. Maybe one more. How did I but say? Um, a struble. You said it a little bit better today on the show. A struble. You can't say it. Say it. A struble. He said like. Dude, just let it roll off your tongue like a toaster struble. A struble. A struble. A struble Cabrera. All right, let's get into our predictions real quick. Zach Wheeler on the mound. I said from day one, this guy was never going to be a good pitcher. And I really, I'm sticking with it. I think you're going to see another. Well, the game starts again. in 20 minutes. So. You're going to see another poor, poor outing from him again. Uh, really quickly, you don't need to even do an explanation. Just give me your NLCS pick, like, and the matchup, mm-hmm. and then ALCS as well in the World Series. Will you go first? Oh, I got to go first. Yeah. All right. Let me see what teams. I'll, I'll go first. I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'll be biased, and I'm not putting too much thought into it. But uh, I'll go Mets, Cubs. And I'll go uh, Red Sox and Astros. And I'll go Cubs-Red Sox. Cubs-Red Sox. Who wins? That's the, that's the favorite. That's, like, that's what's expected. All right, I'll go Cubs-Astros. Right? No, 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 I'm just saying. That's what's expected. Cubs-Red Sox. Don't, don't, don't let him <laughs> talk you into that. Pick that. Cubs-Red Cubs, 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 Sox. Cubs-Red Sox. That's what's expected this year. I, uh, I think the Red Sox win. It's very hard to go back-to-back. All right. But last year my pick was Mets Astros and that was way off. I think it'd be a little bit more um, closer this year. I like the uh, Indians in the ALCS with the Red Sox. I like uh, Boston, Cleveland with Francona in there. It'll be it'll be a good series. That's my ALCS matchup. Uh, NL Cubs. I really don't want to pick the Mets. I really don't. I'm gonna go with some team out of the West. Dodgers are a big team. Dodgers, Gi- even the Giants, one of those two teams I got in the NLCS. I had to pick right now. I'll go Cubs, Dodgers. Cubs getting back to the World Series. Um, so you're gonna either have a rematch of last year's World Series, have a rematch or, or of last pick. year's World Series, or Cubs, Red Sox, which is looks like the favorite. But I'm gonna go rematch. Why not? Cubs, Indians rematch. And Indians get revenge. Nope. Wow. Nope. Okay. I'm going to go. If the Cubs stay healthy, they're, they're good. I'm going to go Astros over Red Sox. And then I'm going to go with the Dodgers over Cubs. And then Dodgers over uh, Astros. I like that. I think the Dodgers are the biggest threat to the Cubs. You got Dodgers, Cubs in the NLCS? Dodgers, I got Dodgers so can, over the Cubs. We can agree with that then. Okay. And I got Dodgers over the Astros in the world. Why do you like the Astros so much? What What do they have? They got a good team, dude. They, they got, got a good team? team. Okay. And if Keiko pitches like he did in 2015, they no, no, no. so right back in. I don't think Keiko's the problem. I think it's everything after him. They, they have some kind of bullpen. Right. Um, and they just lost Colin McHugh, which hurts a lot. Mm-hmm. Look at their first four. They have an... Old Brian, they have Brian McCann, who we know how he how he plays. Uh, he's not at Yankee Stadium. He won't hit 20 home runs this year. Okay, but he's batting six. Look at the first four in that lineup. Dude, they got some studs in that lineup. Okay, you got young Spring, studs. You got Springer, Altuve, and Correa. Springer, and Bre- a, and a, Bregman's no slouch. Dude, those are arguably the top top three at their respective positions. Mm-hmm. Okay, I give you Altuve and Correa. Yes, okay. I'll give you and those. then two veterans batting after them, and Beltron and McCann. Yeah, they're kind of washed up, but they're playing a hitter's ballpark. 
They, I, I think they have a nice combination of veteran players and young guys. I think so, too. They, I, they were supposed they do, to do big things last year, and, and they didn't show up for 162 games, basically. <laughs> they don't have they, with their pitching, though. Right, they, so said, their issue they is... They got a Keiko that really needs to bounce back. Otherwise, you know you need to have pitching in the play. You got to have pitching. Is it Fears, Fires, whatever the hell his name is? Doug Fear, Mike Fears. Mike Fears. Yeah, they're going to have to have guys step up, for sure. They'll be fine. They, like they're not going to be fine. I don't even think they win that division. Who wins the division? They could, Rangers could win it again, to be totally honest. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't like the Astros. They don't, they don't have the pitching. They could, sure, they have a lineup, but you got to have arms. <coughs> you got to have some, some arms. All right, we're running at 35 minutes, so um, we'll shut it down. we got Easter break this weekend, so um, we'll catch you back here next week. And then the week after that is mock draft, right? Correct? Yes. Is okay. that confirmed? Yeah, yes. we'll do okay. that then. All right. I believe we have three or four shows left, and then that's it. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we will catch you back here next Wednesday. Peace. See you next week.